0: Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Apostle Nicole Alexander with Converting Souls International Ministries. This is the heart too. The heart too. And the heart too is on a man's love. Last week we learned of God's love. And in learning about God's love, we know we need benevolent love. We need to will our love towards him and have joy. And we know that's agapeo. And then we have his ahav love, desiring to be in his presence. Just like we desire to be in the presence of our loved ones here in the earth especially those that are of a man and his wife ephesians the fifth chapter the 21st verse heavenly father i just thank you for this day i thank you for those that are going to hear this word and i pray that it penetrate the heart and mind of every man as he listened and the woman as she listened to know what to expect from her husband, a godly man, and Father, I pray that you would touch the hearts of men that are not godly that listen to this broadcast, and Father, I pray that you would change their hearts in the area that it need changing for the believer and non-believer alike, I pray that you would open every eye and every ear that that they will see and hear you. And how you created the man to love his wife. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whose banner over us is love. Amen and amen. In the book of the Song of Solomon. Jesus invites us to his banquet and table. Because his banner over us is love. And Song of Solomon, depending on the theologian that you hear it from, would give you different perspectives on the king and his wife. But I hope that you can see Christ and the church that way. But we're coming out of Ephesians, and we will be going into the Song of Solomon, and we'll be back and forth. The fifth chapter, and I'm going to read 21 through 33 as we get started. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves as unto your own husband, as unto the Lord for the husband is the head of the wife even as christ is the head of the church not only is he the head of the church but the bible says he is the savior of the body men are you the head of your house and the savior of your wife's body men Even as Christ is, so shall you be. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ so loved the church and gave himself for it. Husbands, are you hearing me? Soon-to-be husbands, are you hearing me? Can you hear God and what he's saying today? That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. That he might present it to himself. A glorious church. Not having spot. Or wrinkle or any such thing. But that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives. So ought men to love their wives. As their own bodies. He that loveth his his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh. But nourisheth and cherisheth it even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular, every one of you, every man that has a wife, so love his wife even as himself. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. christ is head of the church this is a mystery for the husband the husband and wife relationship can you see the hidden treasure how the husband and the wife relationship should be from the man's perspective because of how Christ is with the body, with the church. Therein lies a great mystery. It is a treasure to be revealed to the husband and the wife. Verse 31 says, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. He's going back to where God com- committed the first marriage, Adam and Eve. For this cause shall a man leave his mother and father and shall be joined unto his wife. And they too, they too shall be one flesh. Husbands, you're joined to your wife. You become one flesh. Your wife, even as God saw in Ezekiel, should be the desire of your eyes. Ask yourself, is my wife, is my fiance? The desire of my eyes. If he if she is not, if she is not, then we gotta seek the Lord because God should be able to tell in you, even as we are Christ's eyes, the desire of his eyes. You as a husband should desire your wife. Husbands, I'm going to ask you again. Fiancés, I'm going to ask you again. Is your spouse, is your wife, is your wife the desire of your eyes? To the fiancé, the man that is about to marry your wife, is she the desire of your eyes? Is it in God's mind to say, to call out your name? Ace is your wife, the desire of your eyes. Husbands, are your wives the desire of your eyes? Let's go back up to verse 25. It says, husbands, love your wives as it, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. Husbands, are you loving your wives, even as Christ loves the church? Would you give yourself for your wife? Would you sanctify? Because he said, he gave himself that he might sanctify. And Jesus said in the book of John, the 10th chapter, he, or the 17th chapter, he said, Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. And we understand Christ being the word. So are you sanctifying your spouse, your wife, by the word? Are you sanctifying her? Are you cleansing her by the word? She needs the word from you. Are you sanctifying her? Are you cleansing her? Are you taking joy in her? Because Christ takes joy in us. Are you willing your love towards her? There are hard times in marriage. And this is where you've got to have agapeo. You've got to will your love towards her. Are you willing your love? Are you willing your love towards her? Are you taking joy in her? Are you taking joy in her? You got to sanctify her by the word. Wrap her in the word. Sanctify her by the word. Pray for her, cover her in the word. The word is truth and the word cleanses and the word sanctifies you've got to be the head even as christ is the head and what he did for the church you've got to do for your wife verse 27 that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. But as it should be holy and without blemish. What, husbands, are you doing for your wives? Are you presenting her to yourself something glorious? Are you clothing her in the word that she is something glorious to have on your arm? Are you presenting her to yourself? you've just cleansed her you wrapped her in the word there's no spot there's no wrinkle you presented a holy woman to yourself without blemish Husbands, can you hear Christ? Husbands, can you hear Christ? Let's go to Song of Solomon's, the fourth chapter. Song of Solomon's, Psalms, (sighs) Reverse. Song of Solomon is the fourth chapter. This is what Song of Solomon said to his wife. This is what Christ says to us when we keep ourselves spotted from the world. In verse 7, he says, Thou art all fair, my love. Are you talking to your wives this way? Men, husbands. Thou art all fair, my love. There is no spot in thee. Husbands, Christ is representing here. And he's trying to show you how to treat your wife. Fiance's, are you ready? You think you can treat your soon-to-be? Like Christ is teaching us now. Can you speak to her? Thou art fair, my love. There is no spot. the Colossians the third chapter we're talking about love this is this month the husband's love for his wife Colossians the third chapter Colossians 3 19. He's saying, Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Husbands, are you taking joy or are you bitter? You see, in the spot, something wrong. You better wrap her in the word. Wrapper in the word. Be not bitter against your spouse. Against your wife. Husbands, are you hearing Christ today? Be not bitter against your wife. This is Christ speaking to you. You've got to love them. At this point, when there is a problem, and you see a spot, you've got to will your love towards her. You can't be bitter, be not bitter. Let's go back to Song of Solomon. I told you we'll be back and forth, back and forth. Song of Solomon, the eighth chapter, the first verse. Oh, that thou wast as my brother that sucked the breast of my mother. When I should find thee without, I would kiss thee. Yea, I should not despise thee. Despise not your wife. He said, "Oh, but I would kiss thee." But I would kiss thee. Men to your to your wife. Fiancés. Do you know what you got to do when you begin to see a spot? Do you know what you got to do? when bitterness is arising you've got to will then you've got to wrap her in the word you've got to cleanse the spot you've got to love her and don't despise her you've got to kiss her you can't hit her you can't reject her because that's bitterness towards her That's not loving yourself either, because Christ didn't hit himself. What Christ did was hurt himself to love us. He gave himself up for us, but he would not harm us. He wrapped us in his word. He wrapped us in his arms, and he loved us. Be not bitter against them. Can you hear what God is saying to the husbands? Be not, do not despise your wives, but kiss them. Let's go back to Ephesians, the fifth chapter. The fifth chapter, the 28th verse. So are men to love their wives as their own bodies. You are to love your wife. As your own body, Christ gave Himself for us. He saw our sins. He didn't harm us, He saved us. Husbands, are you saving your wife? He let men abuse him that we might be saved. Because he loved the church as he loved himself. And he didn't like abuse. He didn't like dying on the cross. His flesh was weak. But he prayed that he not enter into temptation. That he would not not follow the will of the father. He prayed. And he took the abuse for us. His bride. Husbands. Which one are you doing? Are you protecting your spouse? And are you taking the abuse or are you what are you doing or are you causing and despising and bittering your wife so ought men to love their wives as they love their own bodies you don't give your wife up to bitterness. You don't give your wife up to anger. You don't give your wife up to spots. You don't despise your wife. You will your love towards her. You will your love towards her. You take joy in her. You kiss on her. You tell her you are fair, my love, and there is no spot in thee. If you love your wife the way you love yourself, you will you will you will have a blessed marriage we're talking to the husbands today love your wife as you love yourself you groom yourself you take time that's why you got to take time to wrap her in the word you got to take time to treat her fairly. You want her to look good on your arm. You've got to take time and cleanse your wife. You've got to kiss her. You've got to love her. She needs your affection. Love your wife as you love yourself. You take care of your own body. You take care of hers. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. If you love your wife, You love yourself. Now body has two definitions. What does it mean to love the body? The church is the body of Christ. Christ being the head supplies the spiritual life and motion thereof. Even so husbands. You can supply some spiritual things. But for you, this is you in the natural. You've got to supply her life being. You've got to take care of her. Do you like to look good? Make her look good. And I'm not saying force her. Buy her this. Say, babe, put this on. It's for you. let's go we're going to your favorite restaurant tonight nourish her spiritual life in motion is what christ does so you've got an example in christ husbands and fiance's ready for your your wife i want you to understand this christ is your example christ is your example when you see christ and how he treats the church you should copy him mimic him the body the eyes of a husband is his wife the eyes are the heart in the body we possess a natural beating heart that pumps the blood through the body the wife is the heart of the husband even as christ in reference to the heart that's your spirit and soul it is a vessel that house that house That is housed by this natural body. Innermost part of you is your spirit and your soul. That's the true heart of man. And Christ houses that one. So, what are you clothing your wives with? How is your body covering her body? Are you housing your spouse or is she your eyes desire? spouse your eyes desire the body the soulish rim, is driven and directed by the natural sinful instincts of man but our new resurrected bodies governed by Christ by our God given spirit which enables us to communicate with god in the natural those of you that are in christ you have obtained a new body men and you've got to use that new man that cleansed man to cover your wife even as christ governs and covers us by his holy spirit and i and i've been taught that the holy spirit is a gentleman i want to understand and i'm asking you today are you a gentleman are you a gentleman to your wife are you a gentleman and you can take that two ways You can be gentle with her and not abusive. That's being bitter if you're abusive. Are you a gentle man? First Corinthians the 15th chapter. 1535 through 58. This is talking about a housing, the communication we have with God. And 44 through 47 stands out. And I'm not going to go and read the whole thing. I want to go back to Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Ephesians, the fifth chapter. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are many members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Husbands, are you nourishing and cherishing the wife, the one you left your mother and your father for to cleave to? The one. Are you nourishing and cherishing her? The wife. Even as Christ does the church. Are you nourishing her? Are you feeding her well? Are you clothing her in garments? Are you cur- covering her? Are you cherishing her? Are you saying to her, Thou art fair, my love? Are you kissing her? Let's go back to Song of Solomon. the first chapter the fourth verse it says draw me we will run after thee the king hath brought me into his chambers we will be glad and rejoice in thee we will remember thy love more than wine the upright love thee the upright love thee this is where we get christ the upright those that Believe in Jesus Christ. You are the upright. He's teaching you how to walk before him. And he's saying, we, the spouses, the wives, we love you. We love you. You have drawn us into your chambers. And we love you. Christ draws, he draws. Husbands, is your spouse chasing after you because you are drawing her? Husbands, are your wives chasing after you because you are drawing her? Do she desire to be in your chamber? Husbands, what are you doing? Let's go to chapter 2. I am the rose of Sharon. And that's one of Christ's name. And the lily of the valley. That's Christ in verse 1. I want you to see Christ. And I want you to fashion your mind towards being like him. As the lily among the so is my love among the daughters is your love among your wives when she spotted as the lily among the thorns as the apple tree among the trees of the wood is my beloved among the sons is your wife saying this about you are you her beloved among the sons? He brought me, oh, I sat down under his shadow with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. Is this your spouses, your wives, talk about you, husbands? Does your wife speak this way of you? Are you a great delight to be in the presence of? Or is your fruit sweet to her taste? Is she talking this way about you to her friends? Is she speaking this way about you? He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Is your spouse saying this about you? Husbands, husbands, is your spouse saying this? Is she delighting in you to others, talking about you, saying these good things about you? Because you've drawn her. Are you drawing her spouses? Are you drawing her husbands? Husbands, are you drawing your wives? That she will speak this about you. Stay with me, flagons. Comfort me with apples, for I am sick of love. who left hand is under my head, and its right hand doth embrace me. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose and by the hinds of the field, that ye stir not up, nor wake my love till he please. Is your wife speaking about you? Is she saying to you are you doing this is your left hand under her head and his in your right hand embracing her is she sharing the affection that you give her with others and speaking how blessed she is to have such a man we share our love with others about Christ And what did she tell him? Don't you awaken, my love. That's mine. We can share Christ. But if you ever been a spouse, you don't share your husband. You can talk about him that way. But forewarned, that one belongs to me. I'll pray for you, one, as such. The upright love thee, is your spouse, is she talking about you? Husbands, husbands, is your wife talking about you? Husbands, are your wives talking about you? First Corinthians, the seventh chapter. What are they saying? First Corinthians, the seventh chapter. We're talking about a husband's love. The 7th chapter, the 3rd verse, it says, Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, and likewise also the wife unto the husband. The wife hath not power of her own body, but the husband. And likewise also the husband hath not power of his own body, but the wife. I have to read verse 5. Defraud ye not one another except it be with consent for a time that ye may give yourself to fasting and prayer and come together again that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency. For your incontinency, that means going without what your spouse do, benevolence is due to you. And in this verse, do benevolence mean the conjugal duty? What you draw her into your chambers for? Don't defraud her, make her want to, and not in a forceful manner all you got to say is come on and if you have been treating her the way christ treats the church the bible just told us in song of solomon you won't have a problem with getting her into your chambers do benevolence do benevolence is your wife the desire of your eyes do benevolence do benevolence is your wife husband's are you rendering her do benevolence that she would desire to come into your chambers This is what we learn a husband's duty is. It is your duty to give her what she needs as well. Are you giving her the due benevolence? Is she speaking ready to run into your chambers? First Peter. First Peter three. First Peter three verse seven likewise ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge. Give honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together with of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. If your prayers are being hindered, how are you treating your wife? We are the weaker vessels as a body to Christ. I don't take offense by them calling me the weaker vessel. I don't take offense, and wives, you shouldn't either in this verse. But God and Christ give honor to us. We are graciously accepted in his sight. He will accept us and give us assignments. He will love on us, even as the Song of Solomon says. So we are not to be offended by this saying. Husbands, are you honoring your wives? Are you dwelling with them according to knowledge? To the divine? We're giving you knowledge on today. Christ is the head of the body, the head of the church. Are you fashioning how you treat your wife to how Christ treats us? Are you honoring her? Are you honoring her? Are you honoring her? Are you being heirs together through the grace of life? Heirs together. If your if your prayers are being hindered husbands how are you treating your wives honor honor her honor her first corinthians the 12th chapter honor her honor her honor her first corinthians the 12th chapter honor her honor her honor her The twelfth chapter, the twenty-third verse, and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon those we bestow more abundant honor. You got. If you think she is weaker, and and she has less honor than you, then the God is telling us today to the husbands, you bestow more honor honor upon your wife you don't dishonor her and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness When you see the spot and you don't wanna honor her, you better wrap her in the word so that you can see a spotless woman and that you could honor her. You've got to give her more comeliness. You've got to tell her she's fair. Wrap her in the word. God says, honor her above and beyond. That's giving her abundant honor. God is saying, give her abundant comeliness. you got to do it. It is your job. It is your job. It is your job. It's your due benevolence. Your will towards her. This is the love that gives her what she needs and not what she wants. you got to fashion after Christ. First Thessalonians four four. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Sanctification and honor. God want us to. God wants the husbands to sanctify and honor their spouses and he also needs you to know how to sanctify and honor yourself and that you would abstain from fornication it is your sanctification in the will of God that you abstain from fornication and so how can a married man fornicate by having eyes for other women you are in fornication when you look Or draw another woman into your bedchambers. That is not your spouse. You are not presenting your vessel in honor and sanctification. But God is saying here. This is your sanctification. Keep yourself from fornication. Abstain from it. In this, you honor your wife. In this, you sanctify her by keeping yourself sanctified. I want you to understand the Song of Solomon. Go to chapter 8. Oh, that thou was. When I should find thee without, I would kiss thee. I'm longing for you. Husbands, are you longing for your wives? Yet, I should not despise you. I will lead you and bring you into my mother's house. Who would instruct me? I will cause thee to drink of spiced wine of the juice of my pomegranate. His left, his left hand should be under my head and his right hand should embrace me. Wives, look for the embrace. From this day on, I pray that the husbands fashion their lives and their their marriage after Christ in the church the great mystery being revealed through God through Jesus Christ by his spirit I want for you wives to understand that you got to Speak about your spouse. When he draws you in, brag on him. Brag on that spouse. Brag on that husband. Wives, brag on him. Because as he changes into the image of Christ, he gonna start drawing you nigh. And when he draw you nigh, you give him what's due him. and you brag on him a husband's love a husband's love husbands are you loving your wives that they can brag are you loving your wives as christ loved the church heavenly father i thank you for this word today I pray that you would touch the hearts and the minds of the men that are listening and the wives alike so that they know how to respond to the husband's love and that the husband will love his wife even as you, Lord Jesus Christ, love us. Be glorified in the marriage and bless them and answer their prayers as they align with your word god that their prayers be not hindered god release even in this day release even as they are obedient to your word and honor their wives and respect and reverence their wives god honor their prayers in the name of jesus In the name of Christ, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the one who has the banner of love over us. Let it be so that the husbands have a banner of love over their wives. That you, God, can look on them even as you saw in Ezekiel the desire of their eyes. Be their wives in the name of the rose of Sharon the lily of the valley christ himself amen and amen